Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. May the Lord bless you. I'm so glad that I can come back to meet you again in this teaching. This is the fourth teaching in the series called Building Firm Foundations. We are learning many important truths in the Bible to build very strong and firm foundations for our Christian walk. And I believe that without good and firm foundation, our life will not be strong. In the past Session, we learn about repentance. We also learn about confidence in salvation. This is the second part of the teaching called confidence in your salvation. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for being our teacher. We open our heart to hear what the Spirit of God wants to say. We want to be obedient little children who are hungry for your word, the spiritual food, and we want to be obedient people that will do what you say. You say in the Bible, Lord, not everyone who say, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only those who do the will of the Father. So today we will learn the will of heaven, and we want to put into practice, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for spending time with me. I would like to talk about confidence in our salvation again. Why do we have confidence that we have been saved from sins, bondages, the curse of the law, and from the hand of the enemy, and all kinds of problems in this planet Earth? The reason we can have confidence is that God promises us the salvation through Jesus Christ. When we have faith in Jesus Christ and repent of our sin, He promises salvation. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, who are kept by the power of God, who mean we, who are the born-again Christian, are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. God said that he would keep us in the path of faith until Jesus come back. As long as we stay in repentance and we keep our faith in his promise in the Lord Jesus Christ and we do our best to follow him, he would do his part. We do our part in believing and in obeying and repenting. But he does his part by keeping us to stay in the course until one day we will be in heaven. Or we keep our path and he use his power to help us to come out from other problems in this life that we need salvation for such as poverty, debt, sickness, addiction, accident, failure in life, 
God has power to keep us going, going, going. In Romans chapter 8, verses 38 to 39, this is the promise of God. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You can see the promise of God that God's love will never fade away. Nothing in this planet Earth, nothing in the universe can pull us away from the love of God. He will never stop loving us. In my Christian walk, I have seen so many Christians who become naughty and start to walk away from the plan of God. And if they keep going that direction, they may be gone from the kingdom. I myself have made mistakes because of my ignorance and my weaknesses. But in the past 38 years, I noticed that God's love is so powerful, so abundant that He has the way to wake us up. He sent people to talk to us. He sent His Holy Spirit to convict us. He would do anything to put us back in the right course so that we can stay in faith, in repentance and salvation. He loves us so much. He is so long-suffering. Sometimes when I see people who I think that is hopeless case. This person going to get into big trouble. And boom, out of his love, he just intervenes and he helps them and get them out of the problem and turn them around to come to know him. This happened to me and my wife so many times. We began to stay out from the will of God. We got deceived by the enemy because of our ignorance and weaknesses, and then God sent the fire of God into our life, chained us, turned us around, and we come back to the right course again. And I know that He helped me and Pastor Da by His love. So I am confident that as long as you still want to seek Him, His love abounds, and nothing can stop Him from loving us. In John chapter 10, 27 to 29, My sheep, this is the words of Jesus Christ, My sheep hear my voice and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. As long as you make a decision to follow God and seek God all the days of your life, the hand of God will be around you to be a shield to protect you that the enemy or anybody would not be able to take you out of his hand. He loves you so much. He's a good shepherd. If somebody tries to come and give you wrong idea and wrong teaching, he will intervene. He will come and talk to you by sending 
some good people to help you, and he will show his goodness to you. He will do everything according to his power, his grace, his mercy, to keep you in the path of salvation. And he will do anything to protect you. You need to remember this: the Father in heaven loves you so much, and He will protect you and sustain you to the end until you meet Him in heaven. In James chapter two, verse nineteen, you say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. You can see here that to just believe in God alone is not enough, because even demons believe that God is God. Many times, demons met Jesus and make announcement: "You are the Son of the Living God." If you really follow God. And you really born again. You shall not only believe in Him, but you shall obey Him and repent of your sin and do the best to follow Him. I think the question is: Is a person really born again? So I just want to make sure you are really born again. So many people claim that they believe in God. So many people claim that they know about Jesus, but they are not really born again. They do not have salvation. Salvation requires both faith in the gospel and repentance. I just want to make sure that before you have confidence in your real salvation, you need to be really born again. That is, God is your Lord. You obey Him. You repent of your sin. You don't want to follow the way of the world, and you believe that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior. The book of Matthew, chapter seven, twenty-one to twenty-seven, say the same thing. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On Judgment Day. Many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name." But I will reply, "I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Anyone who listens to my teachings and follow it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock." Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters come against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and ignores it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on the sand. And when it rains, the flood come and the winds beat against that house; it will collapse with a mighty crash. So you can see that Jesus was so clear. Some people say this way: When I become a Christian, I depend on the grace of God. I don't need to know the law of God anymore. 
You notice what Jesus say here: If you break the law of God, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. It means you never repent. So, as a believer, if you want to make sure that God will help you to have confidence in salvation, you need to do your part. Do you know that Christian life always depends on two parts: your part, believe in the gospel. Repent of your sin and obey Him. His part, He gives the Holy Spirit. He sent good servant of God to help you, to train you, to teach you. He sent His word. He sent His angel to protect you and help you. So He will do His part, and we need to do our part. And we can have confidence in salvation by experiencing a new life. We can experience the new life. In Second Corinthians chapter five, verse seventeen, this is a promise of God. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone; the new has come. Your experiences of new life will really help you to have confidence in your heart that you really born again. I give you example. Before I became a Christian, I was a very selfish man and very negative. We call pessimistic man. Everything in the world, I look at it, I always think in a negative way. I was very short-tempered, and after I received Jesus into my heart, only within hours, I felt the peace of God. I became more patient, and I. Just look at the world in a different way. The world is more bright. I look at people. Wow! Now I can love people. I can see that something happened in me after I accepted Jesus Christ many years ago and started to walk with God. I began to have a desire to go to church, to pray. I'm hungry for the Word of God, and I notice that it's easier for me to. Have victory over sin. I can overcome many struggling in my life easily. I experience divine healing, divine protection, divine provision. Wow, what a great things to be a believer! And I know I'm not the same man anymore. I'm a new person because Jesus came into my life. You can see here that. Your experiences of new life will help you to have confidence in your salvation, and this new life is being transformed every month, every year. You will be changed on a regular basis. So these two reasons really helped you to know that your salvation is secure. The promise of God and the new transformation experience of your life. Now let's look at how can we maintain our salvation. Can people lose salvation? According to the Bible, I believe so. I believe that people can walk away from their faith, reject Jesus Christ, and stop repenting. Is not 
easy to lose salvation, but it can happen if you don't guard your heart carefully and you keep going downhill by following the way of darkness of the world and of the devil. In order to keep salvation, we need to see the value of our salvation. In First Peter chapter one, three to twelve, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, according to His abundant mercy, has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. That genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible, and full of glory, and receiving the end of faith. The salvation of your souls. Of this salvation, the prophets have inquired and searched carefully, who prophesied of the grace that would come to you, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, who was in them, was indicating when He testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. To them, it was revealed that not to themselves but to us. They were ministering the things which now have been reported to you through those who have preached the gospel to you by the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things which angels decide to look at. Wow, this scripture means so many things. Number one, you learn that salvation is so precious, and God give His power to us as long as we stay in faith. He empower us to be able to sustain and stay in the cause of salvation. Salvation is so precious. The Bible encourages us that one day we're gonna be standing in heaven. We're gonna see the glory of the Lord. We're gonna meet Jesus Christ. We're gonna see our rewards in heaven, our mansion. We're gonna have the crown on our head, the crown of. Righteousness and the crown of glory, that day will come soon, and salvation is so precious; it's worth it. Just like when I went through neurosurgery training for four years in Thailand, and also seven and a half years in America. Can you imagine eleven and a half years to be trained to be a neurosurgeon in America? It's not easy. I lost sleep. I have to go through a lot of study, reading the book, standing all night to operate on patients. But I know, after I graduate and have the diploma and start to practice, I have a 
bright future that I can have enough income to feed my family. I can serve the Lord. I will not be poor. I will not be on the street. I will not have to beg money from other people. I can have money to pay my bills, and also I can help so many patients, and I can give glory to God. All those years of suffering, eleven and a half years, worth it for the future of many years of my life on earth. Here, the same thing. You may have to go through some trials right now. You may many times want to walk away from Jesus, but you say, "I'm going to stand on it." Because one day I'm gonna meet Jesus face to face. One day for eternity, I will have rewards in heaven, and I will live for eternity in heaven. Not only that, it's so precious that even the angels and the prophet of old were looking to see what happened to us nowadays. Jesus died for us. Jesus was resurrected from the dead. He sent the Holy Spirit in us. We Are building the church. We're preaching the gospel. The Bible said that the angels and the prophets really were looking forward to the future of what happened in today church time. Our salvation is so precious. Amen. So please see the value, the preciousness of the salvation given to you through Jesus Christ. And you receive it by faith. Not only that, not only that you value your salvation, the finished work of Jesus Christ at the cross. Number two, First John chapter one verse nine: If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. In order to keep our salvation, we need to always examine our life. Examine our heart, and if we know that we have sinned against God, we should repent as soon as possible. This is the lifestyle I have all these thirty-eight years of being a Christian. I always examine my heart. I always confess my sin and repent of my sin, because I realize one thing: one sin will lead to another, and will lead to another. And I open the door for the devil to come and destroy me, because sin will lead to destruction. If I start sinning of watching pornography, eventually, I will cheat my wife, and then my family will break down, and I will have problems. I will lose my job. Eventually, I cannot get into big trouble. And eventually, I may walk away from Jesus completely because I just go on in sin and forget about God. So I may lose my salvation. So the best is stop any sin right away by repenting and confessing our sin. John chapter fifteen, verses six to seven. John fifteen six to seven. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. So we can see here that the third principle of how to stay in salvation is to have a very close relationship with Jesus Christ. I always tell. 
the members of New Hope International Church, please stay in your basic Christian life. Yes, you can know deep things of God, the mystery of God, no matter how deep, how mysterious you know, the knowledge you have that you know, you still need to stay in the basic. Why? Because the basic thing, reading the Bible, pray, go to church, obeying God, serving God, worshiping God, all these things really help you to have relationship with Jesus Christ. You can put your faith in Jesus and you can really have that relationship. Your relationship with Jesus will help you to really keep your salvation. As I walk with God, I always pray, spending time with God, going to church, and I notice God answer my prayer a lot. And every time He answers my prayer, I know God is so real to me, and I have more faith, and I know God is so good to me. I have more confidence in my salvation. I have more confidence in the reality of God and my eternal life because my relationship with God really helped me to have more experiences of God's power, God's love, God's protection and goodness. That's why Jesus said, if you abide in me and abide in my word, whatever you ask me, I will give to you. So you can see that relationship will bring the answer to your prayer, will help you to step into the door of seeing the goodness of God. That experience, you can have more faith in Jesus and salvation. Amen. When you put your trust in Jesus Christ, what is the benefit of your salvation? I want to make a conclusion quickly. John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The first benefit of salvation is eternal life in heaven. I'm so glad after I leave this world, I will be in heaven. No one lives in this world forever. Last weekend, somebody at the hospital I work for dropped dead at young age in the x-ray department. And they found that this woman has a bad heart attack. You can see even young women can die suddenly due to a heart attack. One of my friends, only 38 years old, had a heart attack last weekend too. And he had big open heart surgery. But He's a believer, so God saved him. Number two, John 1.12, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. So the second benefit is you can become a child of God. He is your father. He will provide for you. He will protect you. He will guide you, teach you, and help you. Your job is to follow him and to obey him. So number one, eternal life. Number two, you have God as your Father who will provide for you and take care of you. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Not only that you have life in heaven, eternal life, on earth you shall have super abundant life through Jesus Christ. 
please go and listen to the teaching in the YouTube or in the internet called Super Abundant Life. There are many teachings in there that I produced in the past. Please listen to that teaching or the teaching regarding abounding life. So I invite you to listen to that teaching, and you understand the whole thing about superabundant life and abounding life. In John chapter 14, verse 27, "Peace I leave with you; my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid." So you will have peace that beyond understanding. No matter what happened around you, the peace of God still on the inside of you. You cannot buy that peace with money, with anything. The peace fill your heart because you are born again and you have salvation. Second Corinthians chapter five or seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Another benefit is that God gonna change you. And you can have a new life. And that's what happened to me and many members in New Hope International Church. They have a new life. They used to be in darkness. Now they have light in their life. They used to be poor. Now they're well-to-do financially. They used to be sick. Now they have health and they have strength to serve God. Some of them almost lost their family, broken home, but now God restored their marriage and relationship. So you have a new life, a life of holiness, righteousness, a life of power, love, faith, and victory, and a life of breakthroughs, and a life of heavy favor of God on you. First John chapter 4, verse 15, The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. So you will have the peace and the life of God in you. First John chapter 4, verse 15 say, All who confess that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them, and they live in God. So another benefit is that God is in you. He pours His grace, His favor, and life into your life. He is the good God. God go with you everywhere. He will protect you. He will teach you. He guides you. He is your helper. He is your savior. He is your healer, your peacemaker, protector. He is your fortress. He, the almighty God, the creator of the universe, live on the inside of you. Wow, what a blessing to be born again, and to have salvation. Now, I would like to ask you a few questions. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, say that we are saved by grace, through faith. What do you think these scriptures mean? What do you think? Can you write the answer and send to your mentor or shepherd or your pastor? What do you think what it means when the Bible says, you are saved by grace through faith. The second question, what are some reasons that you can have confidence in your salvation? Write it down 
Please do the homework. Type it in. What are some reasons? What are some reasons that you can have confidence in your salvation? Number three. Next question: How can we know that Jesus is the only way to salvation? Please write something down in your computer or the piece of paper that have changed in your life since you have known God and been born again. What happened to your life after you have been born again? Write it down. Think about it. Look back in your life, and thank God and praise God. For the change in your life that happened to you through Jesus Christ, write it down. Please come back and listen to this teaching again to build your faith and to have more confidence in your salvation provided to you through the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Stay in faith, always repent, and walk in obedience, and you shall. Eventually, see me in heaven. God bless you. Thank you so much for your time, and I believe that God has spoken to you something in this teaching. May the Lord put His hand upon you, guide you, and also protect you, use you in this generation. In the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Friends.
Lord.